Welcome back to Candid, a podcast by Swatch and AMDA. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to week two. I'm your host, Francis, and I'm so excited to be recording another episode. It's crazy. Things have been moving pretty quick lately. This We're getting into the end of May, which is insane. And time has been surprisingly flying by. And I think it's because I've been working. I'm actually doing a two-week internship here in Auburn for the lab that I work at during the school year. And then I'm off to New York on Wednesday. So you're listening to this on Friday. I will be gone on Wednesday. I'll be in a plane, in a big jet plane on my way to New York City, which is crazy. And I can't wait to keep you guys updated as that happens. But I'm trying to get everything together. It's kind of hard when you're working all day to think about things logistically, but I'm planning this weekend to kind of pack up my bags and get ready for my journey across the seas, which I'm not really crossing any sea, maybe a couple rivers, but no seas, just, you know, a two or three hour plane ride. So I'm being a little dramatic, but I'm so excited about the episode this week. I'm actually bringing a special guest, which it was really hard to get her to come on because she's so busy. But my sister, Cecile, is actually coming on the podcast, and she's my most requested guest. (laughs) So many people actually messaged me and asked me if she could come on the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to her agent and her manager, and we're going to make this happen. And I made it happen. This is truly a dream come true. You know, she's just everything we all want to be and more. So you guys are going to love meeting her. She really is a hoot and a half, let me tell you. And we're going to be talking about the ins and outs this week. And we'll get into more of that later. But I wanted to go ahead and start off with our segments because we're going to keep that going. We are not dropping the ball on our segments. So we're going to do our quote of the week and then our fashion icon of the week. And they're actually both from the same person this week, which is so instead of overloading you with quotes like I did last time, because that's just annoying, I decided to kind of intertwine the two. And this week's fashion icon of the week is actually Anna Winter. And everybody knows who Anna Winter is. She has the bob, the sunglasses, the iconic style. And if you didn't know, she is the editor-in-chief of Vogue in America. And she was also the editor of British Vogue for a a bit there. She's had this illustrious career. She was born in London and she was actually, her father was a a journalist. He was a newspaper editor. So she's kind of always been in the publishing world. And I'm actually reading um, her biography right now. And it's by Amy O'Dell. It's so interesting, you guys. It just came out. So if you're into fashion or if you just wanted to know more about the woman who inspired The Devil Wears Prada, like I did, that's my favorite movie. Read this book. It's really so insightful and so interesting. I'm learning so much about this icon that I never knew before. And she really is such a force and so inspiring to me. There's so many stories about her, but when you read everything, and I mean from the beginning, you really understand so much of why she's perceived a certain way. And what really sticks out to me is how everyone sees her as this cold, serious, she means business, she doesn't take no for an answer type of person, but they see it in a negative way. Whereas when you think of these huge executives that are male, we kind of see them as an inspiration. You know, if a man is a boss and he doesn't take no for an answer, if he gets things done, if he likes things the way he likes things and he has these goals and he keeps everyone in his office on track. He's applauded for it. Whereas Anna Winter is kind of, I mean, a whole movie was made about her kind of talking about how cold and hard and mean and scary she was, which it wouldn't have been the same way if she was a man. So I encourage everybody to read this biography. It is really so interesting. She has always been the coolest girl in the world. There's so many amazing quotes from this book. And I remember when I was saying earlier that I love to read and I love when I have to pull my phone out and take photos of something that's been written. And that's literally happened so many times while reading this book. She's just absolutely amazing. And It's just very inspiring to see how she always knew that she wanted to be the editor-in-chief of Vogue. And she literally said that 
when she was getting a form signed by her father for school or for an application to college, she didn't actually go to college, but when she got an application signed, she had to write down what she wanted to be. And her father told her, she he was like, that's easy. You want to be the editor-in-chief of Vogue. And the fact that she did that and that she's one of so many, so not so many, but so few people to hold that role. And the fact that she's held it for as long as she has, and she actually even rose above that. She is now the chief creative director of Condé Nast, which is the most huge corporation when it comes to publishing. They own the New Yorker, they own the New York Times, they own Vogue, Teen Vogue, everything in between. So she really is this career woman and she's a fashionista and she's fun and she has these sunglasses and nobody knows what she's thinking and she doesn't really express emotion, but she just is such a force in the fashion industry. So this quote that I found from her just really stuck out to me and it's, don't go too fast. People have to go to school, learn their craft and build a brand. That's the right healthy way to do things. If you're an overnight sensation, you can be yesterday's news in no time. Whereas building something slowly and carefully that has value and quality, that's what's going to have legs. And I love this. It's kind of inspiring in the world that we live in today where everybody goes viral overnight or somebody's 22 and they're already a millionaire and have this successful business. There's so many people in the online space, especially that have already achieved kind of the pinnacle of success. They're retiring their parents and they're in their early 20s and they're driving Lamborghinis and Porsches and they didn't even go to college or kind of have to fight for their career. They kind of got famous in such a fast and quick way. And that can be kind of discouraging, especially when you're just a regular person and you have these big dreams, but it kind of feels like everybody else is getting there first. And I love this because Anna had such a long path into the fashion industry. You know, she worked for several different magazines and some of them were big, but a lot of them were small. And she had humps and bumps in the journey. There were, you know, times of unemployment and she was fired multiple times, which is crazy that Anna Winter, who is arguably the most powerful woman in fashion, one of the most powerful women in the world, was sat down and told that she was too much and that she spoke her mind too much and the magazine didn't need her anymore. So that was encouraging to me, you guys. There's always going to be a time in your life where you're humbled in a way. And Anna Winter was humbled. And it's kind of a part of the journey. It's a part of building yourself and building your brand. You can't always be an overnight sensation. It's almost better when you've worked for it. And she really did work for it. And she's such a huge inspiration for me. And I encourage everybody to read this book. It's literally blowing my mind every page. I'm about halfway through and I'm absolutely loving it. So Anna Winter is our fashion icon of the week. And I hope you guys enjoyed that quote. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Cecile has so many fun things to say. And I really hope she comes back on for another episode. It was so much fun recording with her and getting to learn more about her stardom and how she got started. So enjoy the episode, you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of me as your new host. And I actually have a really fun surprise guest, Cecile. Hey, everyone. I'm Cecile. I'm Francis's older sister. Very honored to be here today. It really is an honor. This is this is it, Cecile. I know. I feel kind of this famous. This is her claim to fame. So, you know. If there are any agents, publicists out there, this is it. She's a rising star. Hit my line. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, you Cecile know. Cecile Brown is her Instagram. Exactly. If you want to follow her. You know, we're going to get... The start a trend. Follow her. We're going to get there one day. And I promise one day I will give inspiring content yeah yeah <laughs> one day she yeah she's a work uh wip work in progress you just gotta wait on it i promise i'll her, deliver she's in her development era yeah so we gotta wait till i get she there. graduated she's 23 so she's getting up there age-wise yeah so i could give great advice about being an adult you know i'm not a year into it yet we're getting there post-grad life very interesting dm me with your questions um Cause she's thriving. 
in some ways. Yeah, you could say that. You're eating it up. You're eating post-grad up, girl. Yeah, you know, it's very different than school. I already feel like I've changed yeah, a lot since yeah. being in school. There's just something about it, you know, when you're in college, you're surrounded by your friends constantly. And not in a bad way, but it's like you never get a moment to yourself. Like, So you don't really have to think about things. Yeah, like there's always something going mm-hmm. on. Somewhere to go yeah like even if you're at home you're with all your roommates you're with your friends so I feel like there's like an absence of boredom I think in yes college. so it's like you never really have to sit with yourself and so a lot of the times when you finally do have a moment to yourself you're like um something's wrong yeah like you don't know what to do and at first it was so foreign to me that I was like this is wrong like this is weird but it's honestly kind of been great because you get to know yourself a little bit more and like actually find out what you enjoy to even do preach what do you enjoy you know I've really gotten into reading again yes queen I used to love to read as a kid me too somewhere along the way that just stopped and like in college I could have the best intentions but it just wasn't happening like we would go to the bookstore like we would go to books a million all the Mm -hmm. time like during quarantine Maybe got halfway through a book. It didn't stick. Because even during quarantine, we were finding stuff to do. Yeah. So I picked that back up and I really like it. You know, we're getting into self-help books a little bit. I'll try to read that in the morning to get my day started. You know, give me some motivation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to some podcasts. Candid? Of course. Thank you. And I'll go on walks you know there wasn't much physical activity going on in school that's me I literally do nothing right now but we're working on it yeah and for me I'm not the type to just jump into a a cardio no I don't like to sweat a cardio moment if I'm sweating it's done exactly like it just honestly makes me angry so just going on a cute little walk in the afternoon kind of helps me you know unwind from the day it brings you peace it does because it's hard. I mean, I can't even imagine living the life you live. Booked. Busy. You need that moment. Exactly. It's, I mean, you're inspiring such, <laughs> such, a, you're inspiring such a large audience. I'm inspiring, like, generations to come. And that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, working from home is a battle. Uh-oh, girl. <laughs> Don't I know it. God gives his toughest, toughest battles, battles to, to his, his strongest, strongest soldiers. soldiers okay? And she's one of them. And I stand by that. And she is one of them. And we're getting through it. She's been put through the ringer and she came out stronger. I know. So hopefully I'll just become famous soon and then I won't have to. What do you mean, girl? The following is already there. <laughs> I mean, after this podcast, there are at least going to be three people that look you up. Three whole people? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Y'all. <laughs> That's tripling your audience. <laughs> so I'm really gonna have to get my content together but so yeah everybody Cecile is actually visiting me I'm gonna be in Auburn for the next few days and I guess a week after I record this or a week after this goes up I'll be in New York City for the summer and God willing and I got tasked with helping her move I somehow you know you wanted to come mm -hmm, I somehow get put in this situation for everybody in our family who moves? She's a good helper. You know, she's very organized. That's the difference between me and Cecile. She's a very organized, put together. She walks the line. Like she knows what to do and how to get it done. I know. So I told her I would help her pack, especially like New York. She's only bringing what, like three suitcases, mm-hmm. which is going to be, I mean, let's say it again. God gives his toughest battles <laughs> to, to his, his strongest, strongest soldiers. soldiers. And I mean, if you saw the amount of clothes and shoes that this girl has, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to get there. I'm going to do some Marie Kondo yes, folding. folding. I mean, everything's going to be in a two-inch ball. Because it just didn't make sense for her to ship anything. No, that's just, that's really extra even for me because I'm not going to be there. I'm only going to be there eight weeks and I'm going to be working the entire time. So so we we figured she could do without a lot of decor. I'm going to be in my minimalistic era. And then she'll just come right back. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's just I'm dipping my toe in the pool. I'm not going to be. I have a feeling that you're not going to No, like I don't it. I don't think it's going to stick. 
but I wanted to bring Cecile on the episode today because we're doing such a fun little topic that's actually a little bit of backstory for us. So this week is going to be ins and outs. And we came up with this idea from the iconic book series, The Click. Oh my gosh. I was obsessed with The Click in middle school. I wanted to be Massey Block. If you know, you know. Icon. Everything. I worshipped her. That is like the most interesting character ever. And if you, a lot of you have probably seen the movie, but the books are even better. I loved the movie though. I don't even think I've ever fully watched, like, Girl, watched it all the way through. It's so good. I just don't think anything could live up to, the to books. those books for me. It was just like Massey Block was a seventh grader and she was running the town. She had every designer piece of clothing, her own lip gloss company. She was an entrepreneur. She was a huge inspiration to me as a lover of lip gloss. I collected lip gloss in the fifth grade. So that was like, she's living my dream. She had every flavor. Every flavor from Bath and Body Works. You name it, I got it. But they've kind of all disappeared because I was in fifth grade. But now I've kind of moved on to more elevated lip glosses. Yeah, more sophisticated. More sophisticated. Cute packaging. And I actually run out of them, which is crazy. I'm about to finish one. And it's it's one of my favorites. I'm very devastated. Which one is your number one? You know, I was thinking about this the other day. And I thought it was Too Faced, the lip injections one. But I think I've switched. It's definitely Fussy by Fenty Beauty. <laughs> That is a is a winner. Rihanna knew what she was doing with that one. I'm telling you. I've heard really good things about it. It's amazing. Too. I love it. I love the formula. I love the packaging. It's lasting me forever because I put on lip gloss at least 65 times a day. I know. You're always ready to take on the world. Exactly. One, two swipes. It's over. The person before and after is not the same. <laughs> so I'm, I'm almost out of that one. And I'm probably, I need to get some more before I go to New York. Or I could just get it there. Let me shop. The crazy thing to me about New York is that they have everything. Like, do people in New York even have to shop online? That's my question. Probably not, except for, like, retailers that only do online. Like, there's not a Revolve storefront or an ASO storefront. But, like, Zara. Everything else. Bloomingdale's, Macy's, Wink. Everything. They have everything you could ever want. So, yeah, but anyway, we got off on a little tangent, but this week is ins and outs. So we're going to be sharing what's in, what's out, because with such a huge star like Cecile, <laughs> everybody's dying to know her opinion. Yeah, while I'm here, I just felt I could go and share, like I fit it into my busy book schedule. I mean, guys, I was calling her manager for weeks and we finally got her. I know we had to pencil her in. Yeah. So like it's, we have got to get this information out of her so everybody can align their summer schedules. So get out your notebooks. Your pens, your laptop, mm-hmm. get whatever. Ready to take some Sticky notes. notes. Cause this is about to be some good stuff. Groundbreaking. You're going to eat this up. Mm-hmm. So our first in is going to be, oh wait, sidetrack. I wanted to ask Cecile some questions because when you have a, a star this big on the show, you've got to get down to the nitty gritty. And I wanted to know Cecile. What is your style icon or who is your style icon? I I know it it probably sounds basic, but Blake Lively, I think Agree. she is just very good about being fun, but mm-hmm. also very classy. She always looks very polished and put together. Like I don't think I've ever seen her in anything that wasn't super classy like I love how she does color she's always in like very fun colorful outfits and they're original and they're different but they're not trendy necessarily Mm -hmm. like you're never going to see her in like a Balenciaga bodysuit you know like a Kim card I love Kim but I think she stays really true to her style Mm -hmm. without like swaying too much with the trends which I mean is great but I I really like to try to dress like classic mm-hmm. I don't know playful but still look girly very clean mm-hmm. and I think she does an amazing she really does and she's a Versace that. girl which I love because that's my favorite designer and she is always in custom Versace I love that Donatella and she's her own stylist which is very impressive to me because a lot of people don't know this but every celebrity that you see whether they're on a red carpet just simply walking around in whatever city they live in, Los Angeles, New York, if they're just going, like walking down the street to get a coffee and they're in this outfit, you think they just threw it on. But nine times out of 10, a stylist picked it out for them because that 
it's so hard to be constantly photo ready because stylists do everything from jewelry to shoes to bags to how the hair will go with the outfit or what makeup is going to be used. And it's not just the clothes. And so the fact that she does all of that herself and for events as big as the Met Gala honestly blows my mind because that's so difficult. And she's stunning. And the attention to detail is insane. I love insane. it. I love it. And she's a Virgo, which that makes sense. Yeah, there's such an attention to detail. They're very on top of their stuff. Oh, yeah. I love her. And she just has a good, she seems like a genuinely nice celebrity. I haven't had heard anything bad about her. No, I think she, she seems like she has a really good head on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like she isn't influenced too much by her fame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she She's, hasn't let it go to she her She seems head. very down to mm-hmm. earth. And I, I do love her style. So I agree with that, Cecile. Thank that's you a, so much. That's a good one. And so my next question for you is what word would you use to describe yourself? Hmm. That's a good one, huh? Oh, that's a surprise. I know. I'm surprising her, you guys. I didn't tell her about this before because I want an authentic answer. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Probably iconic. I mean, obviously. That's the word they used to describe you in Vogue. Exactly. I know that wasn't what y'all were thinking, (laughs) but I just had to put it out there. They were probably thinking random. Unknown. Goofy. Goofy. Exactly. But iconic. 23. <laughs> That's two words. Thank you. Um, I, I think got me. I think iconic. And we'll just leave it at that. I mean, it speaks for itself. Exactly. There's nothing else that needs to be said. I don't need to explain it. <laughs> That's why you're so iconic. It just is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. <laughs> and so it is. And now we're finally going to get into the ins and outs after we did our interview. Sorry for the brief intermission, but it just, when you have somebody like this on the show, you have to get them to answer those questions. And I feel like I know so much more about her. I know. This is my first interview. I know. You guys, like, this is huge. (laughs) The first exclusive interview Mm -hmm. with Cecile. I mean, write that down. Write that down, you guys. Anyway, so for ins and outs. First in, we talked we talked a little bit about this earlier, but in binge reading. Yes. Honestly, which you got me mm-hmm. on to book of the month. It is such this isn't sponsored by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know it's don't worry. I know it's a surprise, you guys, but Book of the Month is not sponsoring this episode. I love it. It is so fun. Number one, you don't have to leave the house no it gets shipped right to your door go to the bookstore Mm-mm. pick something out look through hundreds of options exactly. to find a book that you might like and then pay 30 dollars for one book because you know you want the hardcover no it's only 10 i think it's like 15 whatever <laughs> but don't worry we'll give you a discount you can, code yeah mm-hmm. yeah and they they give you like five options to Such pick a from. wide selection so it really you really can't go wrong. You can't think of, you don't have to think about it too much. And they give you like a cute little bookmark and it's just so fun. Like it's I can't, a treat. And sometimes the sayings on the bookmark are a little cringy. Like I can't lie to you. Sometimes it's a hit and Actually, sometimes it's a miss. I have one right here and I'm going to read it to you guys because it is a little bit cringy. Ignore the clanging of my candle. BRB ignoring my <laughs> responsibilities. <laughs> What my what's my favorite they ate one? with that. It that's says, a good one. Life is hard covers. Oh, that's okay. good. I kind of like that better than BRB ignoring my responsibilities. That just is a little. Weird. I mean, you can't expect them to come out with great content. I mean, it can't be good every month. The books are enough, and it's a hardcover book, which I love. I love hardcover books. Look so good on a bookshelf. I know. Well, I got a bookshelf for my apartment because you know we're kind of having to put together an adult looking style and I thought the bookshelf really just added a little something so that's really helped with my book collection and it's just so fun to read because even if you are reading fiction you don't have to read non-fiction or sciencey books to learn something yeah you don't you don't have to bore yourself to death even when I read just regular fiction I learned so much. You learn random little facts you learn about other people's lives and it really helps with your vocabulary oh my gosh it really does like 
you're you're not losing brain cells. No. You know what I mean? I notice when I'm in a reading phase, like when I'm reading a lot more than I usually do, my vocabulary is so much wider. I heard this somewhere. And I think they said if you read out loud just by yourself, you'll start to speak. I don't know. like More eloquently. Mm-hmm. I think that's very true. I, you actually practice like saying these things out loud instead of just in your mm-hmm. head. Like people have said their friends noticed that they were like speaking differently. That's so interesting. After doing that. And I've been meaning to, you know, try it. But sometimes I just kind of go crazy reading out loud to yeah, myself. Yeah, and that's kind of awkward. But I'll try it. But and, it is a fun idea. I like it. And give you guys a review. So do you have any book recommendations for us? I just read a really good book I'm really into I've been going through a thriller moment I love a thriller there's just something I go through them so fast and I think that's what I like about it because anything else like I can I can put it down for the night be Mm -hmm. fine but like a thriller there's just something you just can't stop reading it we both read one recently from book of the month that was so good the Paris apartment Mm -hmm. by Lucy Foley if you're not a reader read thrillers because that's a really good way to get back into reading mm-hmm. and I just read it's called home before dark by Riley Sager oh she's such a good author amazing I mean I flew through it it was like watching a horror movie and I've been form. wanting to read that and it also has a cute cover which is always a plus for me I know I love they the say green. don't ever judge a book by its cover I do every single I know. time you just kind of have to. It's what pulls you in, you know? It could be a very good book, but if the cover isn't giving, and it's not. And, you know, I'm also just thinking about how it's going to look on my bookshelf. Exactly. A bookshelf, I mean, I've always said this, and my older sister, Nora, always laughs at me when I say this, but a bookshelf is a make it or break it for a home. Exactly. It's the styling, the position. You have to have a good mix of books and then, like, knickknacks. knickknacks. You can't. And the way that you do it is just. You can't have one overpowering you can't just slap something on a bookshelf exactly it can't just be books it has to be intentionally placed exactly and my favorite book right now is i'm actually reading it right now i have it right next to me and it's anna and the it's a biography of anna winter by amy odell and fun fact you guys this is something i learned a year or two ago but it just really clicked after reading this book not that they say anything about it in the book but it's anna winter and that might be like, you might be like, no girl, it's in a winter because that's what everybody calls her. But people only say that because when you say winter in a British accent, winter, yeah, it sounds like winter. She told me this and my mind was blown. blown. It's, it really is mind blowing. Like, don't feel stupid because it really just does not make sense. Who said they were going to feel stupid? I did. When I first found out, I was like, girl, this is so embarrassing because it's like color. How in England, they spell color instead of C-O-L-O-R. It's C-O-L-O-U-R. And that's how went her name, Winter, is spelled. Yeah. So people just assumed it was Wintour. But I really think it was a British accent that did it. Yeah, I would never know that. But you don't see people, and I'll, and I'll probably you don't see people calling color way. in England, color. <laughs> like, that would be crazy. I'll probably keep saying it the same But way. my no best disrespect. friend... Shout out to Madeline, got me this book. She sent it to me, which is the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. Like, how cute is that? Because she knew I wanted to read it. Shout out to T. If you know, you know. What an icon. We love you, T. Me too. Me too. Cecile does too. And that's big. That's that's like a celebrity (laughs) endorsement. So anyway, now we're going to get into our out, which is binge watching. Exactly. You know, which... Honestly, I'm not even good at binge watching unless it really just, you know, I'm hooked. Me too. I I don't have a long enough attention span. I think the last thing I binge watched was Bridgerton. Yes. Season two. But I find myself scrolling on my phone Mm -hmm. or just distracting myself with other things. And it's just an overall unproductive experience. I have to be doing like six things at a time when I'm watching TV. To me, watching TV isn't the same experience as a book because a book requires all of your attention. And, and you feel productive. Exactly. When but you if, finish a book. But if I'm watching TV, I also have to be going on my phone. I also have to be doing something productive on my computer. I can't just sit there. Oh, no. or I, I have to get up and clean my room. It's always like a background. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be folding laundry or doing something like that. 
And so I'm not even paying attention. And I anyway. love movies. I love watching a movie. Like I'm a huge movie person. The only way I can watch a movie is by going to the movie theater because I'm forced to just sit there and watch it. But I have such a great, like I just have to be doing, if I'm watching something at home. So if I'm always somebody who's like, let's go to the movies and watch it instead. Even if it's on Hulu. I know. And you just feel like you've wasted a whole day. Like if you sit there and binge watch. Exactly. You don't you don't get that productive. And you really don't learn as much from books. I mean, no, learn as much from TV and movies as you do from reading. No, you no, it doesn't click as much. It's more of an entertainment factor, and books are entertaining, but it's you're also getting the learning aspect too. And you and you don't even have to try. Exactly. Well, you do a little because you have to read. Well, yeah, but you're not like trying Actively to learn. You just learning. pick up all this new information. You're so right. I know. And so now we're going to do our next N. And Cecile, do you want to read it? N, maximalism. Always. I've always said more is more. And what is it? And less is a bore. Period. That is so true, you guys. I've always been a maximalist. I don't mean you have to be like insane, have 10 of everything vibe. I mean, give us a little something. Me and my, me and my friend always say, gun which means give us nothing and there's nothing worse to me than some somebody or something giving us nothing give something i know i feel like we have to say the out for this one in order for it to really make sense and out is the clean look and that's kind of a trend that's been on tiktok instagram of like the slick back bun the neutral clothing and you know somebody can be clean and not have a slick back but I don't know exactly everybody is just looking the exact same but I'm also just like how on earth anything can become a TikTok trend how is clean something that describes all you have to do is take a shower that's what I'm saying so if your hair isn't in a bun and, and you have the clean if it's look. not in like an Olaplex bun are you dirty that's what I'm saying that's very interesting somebody needs to write their thesis on this just like minimal everything is so boring and it's fine and I respect a classy elevated look but with the example of Blake Lively you can still look classy and elevated while also having some sort of flair and or personal style I feel like with the clean look there's not any like personal detail it isn't and when and it's still at the end of the day I know that it's meant to sort of like break away from trend cycles and buying things just to buy them but you're still only doing that because it's a trend. Exactly. And you can buy things purposefully and like buy pieces that you truly love. You don't have to fall into the trends and like fast fashion and everything like that. You can still have unique pieces and not look like everyone else and keep up with the trends. I just real that's one of those like a lot of the time I understand why trends are you know, popping. But that one just does not resonate with me in the slightest. No. I don't really get it. I'm not a neutral person at all. And I've tried to be. Like, I remember I went to New York for spring break and one of my outfits for my day three outfit was this neutral look. I had neutral leather pants, a cream sweater, a beige trench coat. I got a little furry hat and I hated it. That just does not seem like you at all. I felt like a freak. And I thought it, it was such a cute outfit, but I didn't like it on me. Like, I like color. I feel dull without color on. And so it would just, it felt unnatural. And I feel like when you try to fit yourself into this style box or you try to dress like a certain person, you kind of just have to figure out. It's always great to have fashion inspiration, but you kind of have to experiment and find out what you like. You can't force yourself I know, to dress I, a certain way. I think especially during school, I got kind of caught up in that mm-hmm. just because it's you're surrounded by all these people you're like oh everybody's wearing this like let me get that too Mm -hmm. that's super cute so a part of like growing up for me has been kind of figuring out what my own style even is and I've been kind of like cleaning out my closet getting rid of all the clothes that I thought were super cute at one time but that I know just don't fit with my style anymore and that I'm not gonna wear again exactly so I think just Doing the most in the doing best the way most, possible. Always do the most. And I mean like accessories, shoes, hair, makeup. Because you can tell so much about a person from 
the little details. Exactly. And it's like, if we're all giving the clean girl look, what what separates us? You know what I mean? Yes. And you can be clean and fabulous. Exactly. And you will not catch me in a slick back bun. Oh, no. I, I can't show my ears like that. I would look like there's Y'all, there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> I would be giving George Washington <laughs> yes, a run for But his I money. just really, I can't. I can't do it. First of all, I, I understand how chic it looks. I love when Bella Hadid does like a slick back bun or a pony but i it looks a little painful if you've seen american horror story <laughs> asylum Stop. it it would be giving pepper if i did that it would just i don't i just wouldn't like i would be like girl you could cook some french fries on my hair yeah no even though it is olaplex like it's purposeful that your hair looks like that oh i, I couldn't it's just not my vibes but i love i think it looks great but i what i'm trying to say is is no matter how <laughs> what it doesn't, are getting it? <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have on a white button down and little gold hoops and a slick back bun, you're not gonna be a Haley Bieber. And not and period. A, and that's a hard thing to face, you guys. A lot of people want to be Haley Bieber, but there's only one. Just like there's only one Cecile, there's mm-hmm. only one Haley. Exactly. I think honestly, at the end of the day, just wear what makes you happy. And, that's inspirational. Yeah, and not just because it's all over your for you page. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, did y'all hear that? Write Say it, down. it again, girl. Say it again. I don't think I can. <laughs> y'all, you play that back, write it down. Because that was just like my jaw hit the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm saying every time you go into your closet, it should be like you're shopping. <gasps> yeah. Okay, that's good. I like that. You should be excited about every single piece of clothing in your closet. It should be a fun experience. When you go shopping, it's so much fun. You're like, oh, what do I get when you're to pick picking out? a blouse? <gasps> exactly. This is stunning. That's what I'm saying. It, make it fun. Hype yourself up. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you see your friends in their outfit and you're like, girl, you're serving. Do that for yourself. Oh my, it's so fun. <laughs> that would be hilarious like you walk downstairs you're about you and your friends are about to leave and go somewhere and you go you look in the mirror and you go girl what is this you are a masterpiece this is it girl where did you get these from yeah but really though exactly you should go in your closet and be like where did you buy this start giving yourself the energy you give your friends exactly except for when you're giving the bare minimum sometimes we need to reality well if check. you're yeah like what you're giving the bare minimum so you shouldn't give yourself the energy you're giving your friends no or you're giving the bare minimum as a friend no when you're giving the bare minimum like let's not with your look you don't get applause for crumbs if you're giving crumbs in your look you have to be like okay let's go do something else there's coco chanel has always said that when you leave the house take one thing off before you leave take one thing off and i'm the opposite i say before you leave put one thing on you are too much. But it's true. There's always something that can be added. If it's an eyelash. <laughs> an eyelash. <laughs> like fake eyelashes. Or if it's an earring or a ring. So, like something. You know? Yes. It's giving. It is giving. Mm-hmm. And that's. that. I live by that. So no more clean girl. Let's let's cut that out. Except for it's your thing. You know, respectfully. You can keep doing it. But we're not participating in that trend. We're doing extra. We're doing more. Is We're doing more. the most. We're doing the most. So. And that's, that's, that's all I have and to that's say that. on that. I yeah. mean, there's not much more that can be said on that. So we're going to get into our next in and out. Which is independence. Miss Independent. That's why I love her. Shockingly. That was not Destiny's Child. That was me and Cecile. We didn't even pay for that audio. Yeah, y'all. I was in an acapella group in middle school. I don't know if y'all knew this (laughs) because I'm so famous. How would they know that? Hit me up. I'll send you the YouTube. I mean, people. She got signed by several labels. Mm -hmm. She wanted to have her childhood. You know, just a normal life. And and you deserve that. You deserve that because you wouldn't be so level headed if you'd taken those opportunities. You're right. You know, we had to wear princess like dresses, essentially. Like renaissance clothing. Like headpiece and all. It was a trip. It and was they a- stood, like, they stood in a line on the stage. <laughs> Insane. Carol of the Bells, 
that it, one it was slapped. everything that was a good one that was y'all's i mean arguably your best record it, it was iconic it was the moment it, it was pretty good i can't lie. i think i still have the dress so i might girl why didn't you wear that to the met gala <laughs> i might do a what do you call it a throwback thursday no a tour like a a combat a comeback tour you should get the get the gang back together exactly so i'll keep you posted on that i'll keep you posted on that progress i know everybody's tickets it's gonna be a while you guys i wouldn't start it's gonna be a whole production so i'll give you enough advance don't save up for tickets yeah it'll be at least a year or two but anyway so cecile likes to talk about herself so sorry for that (laughs) but miss independent and what's what's in is being independent being your own friend you know yes and i think the direction we're going has a lot of a lot of experience with this (laughs) post-grad i think the direction we're going with this is making things fun for yourself like not waiting on an invitation or somebody else's plans to do something like just creating fun in every day especially that's deep which I think it was a lot easier in school because you're not like I could text Cecile and be like, "Let's go get a treat," mm-hmm. and we could go get a treat. And we got a treat every single day. I think. I know. I really need to bring that back. I love a treat. The serotonin. It's so fun. We'd go get slushies at Sonic Ocean Water. Well, we would get Ocean Water. Slushies are a new development. Yeah. Or we'd go get Starbucks. Yes, all the time. We'd get a tea from Burn. Oh my gosh. A Diet Coke from McDonald's was one of our favorites. But like we just And rotate. you guys, that's if you, if you get a Coke at McDonald's, it's $2. That is a cheap treat. That's a bargain. And that's your happiness in the Because line. for a minute I was stuck on burn and that's like $7 for yeah. a drink. If you check in at 6. Yeah. So that's a good uh, a way to hack. justify that. But I'm going to say my favorite was McDonald's. There's nothing like a McDonald's Coke. That's in. In McDonald's Coke. Really? Mm-hmm. That's shocking. Girl. Because Francis goes to Starbucks all the time. I used to. That's something that I'm cutting out. I don't even know you anymore. I know. I haven't gone in like a month. But even with Starbucks, you get the reward. Oh, yeah. I get really good rewards. So that's a way to justify you only, that. You only have to spend at least $20,000 and you get a free drink. I mean, and it's so that is so kind, fun. It is because I mean, that's such a good deal if you think about it. I think so. I mean, I see what they're doing and I like it. I need to bring the treats back, and I love to go into Starbucks because they remember your name, and I would have conversations. I know with, they're so friendly. I love a barista. The McDonald's, baristas at Starbucks are the best. You're not getting the same service. You're not. You might not get the customer service aspect, but you're going to get a really good Coke, and they can't mess it up. You know, but they can. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had a bad experience with a Coke. If from they're out of what if it's like where there's no flavor? Oh, uh, sometimes when it's and oh, it's, it's just like spicy water. It's like battery. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And I'm not the type to go back through the drive-through oh, so you know no. we're just gonna I would never cut our losses. They, uh, no. But that's a fun way to be misindependent. Girl, get in that car and go get you a Coke from you, McDonald's. You know something that was super weird for me is when I graduated and like moved away yes but going to the store by myself so awkward I feel like in school there was just always somebody to do anything everything with with you target got somebody like grocery store you always have your grocery store friend exactly you make it an experience Mm -hmm. and that was so weird for me going to the store by myself it seems more like a chore when it's not yes. like an activity with your friend. And you're like, oh my gosh, somebody's staring at me. I'm he- I'm here by myself. Well, obviously you know in your I mean? case it's different because <laughs> of the fame. The fame. Mm-hmm. And so they might be staring at you, but it's not because you're a freak. Yeah. Or you're, you're by yourself. It's just because you are famous. So I think just making things fun, not waiting on other plans. Yes. And I feel like I had my bout with independence this year for the first time because Cecile was always at college with me. And so it's kind of like I had like my nanny McPhee. Yeah. 
Like I had somebody watching over me, keeping me in check, being like, did you do this? Did you get this signed? Do you, have you registered for this class? Blah, blah, blah. Solving all the world's problems. I mean, she really did. She's my manager. I should have gotten a salary. She's my Chris Jenner. And so when Chris disappears, who is Kim? Exactly. And I really had to figure out who Kim was this year. I really had to get my ducks in a row. And I did, surprisingly. But it's just a very hard transition. Well, you know, and then Chris was just lost, too, because she didn't have anybody to manage. Exactly. So Chris had to find herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chris had to be independent, too. So we both had to figure it out together. We did because it was just so easy. Like, it was just this built-in thing. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm bored. Let's go do this. Treat. And you never had to, like, sit. We had our little, like, places we would go. We would go to Books a Million. We would go to Target. Like, you just never had to sit in your boredom and figure out what to do with yourself. No. Because I could always latch onto your plan. Exactly. And Dad... He always says, if you're bored, you're boring. Mm -hmm. And it used to make me so mad when I was a kid when my dad would say that because I'd be like expecting him to entertain me. But it's true. It's so true because that was in the era before we had phones or tablets or anything. And I was like, dad, I'm bored. And he'd say, if you're bored, you're boring. And he really ate that up because that is something I still think. I'm like, girl, if you're bored, you're boring. If you can't sit by yourself and entertain yourself, you might be boring. I hate to tell you guys this. Exactly. So that's what we're going with here. Be independent. Learn how to entertain yourself. I talk to myself. Yeah. It's a vibe. Make plans for yourself. And you can still be independent and also involved in your friends' lives. Oh, definitely. You don't have to drop off the face of the earth and, like, reinvent yourself, you know? Or be alone. You could still, especially during the summer. When you're away from your friends and you kind of feel alone, you can still keep up with your friends, keep up with your relationships while also not relying on that to make you happy. And I think you'll be a lot better off if you know how to spend time with yourself and make every day exciting without relying on other people I completely agree and it's just it's so much easier then because if you don't have a plan it's not the end of the world or if you don't have somebody to do something with it's not the end of the world because you can always count on yourself exactly you can always bet on yourself because I'm always going to be here so make it fun exactly make it exciting talk to yourself treat yourself sometimes which this is a little crazy (laughs) (laughs) i'll be talking to myself and i'll start to get angry with myself i'll be like girl what did you just say (laughs) and it's kind of fun it's like like arguing with yourself like if you ever have a thought and you're like say in your head okay so cecile's going through the grocery store say i'm cecile and you're like oh everybody's staring i'm such a freak for going to the grocery store by myself in my brain if that was happening to me i would be like girl what are you talking about who are you calling a freak I know you kind of have to check yourself you do you have to be like what are you talking about who said that like <gasps> oh my gosh do you know the Real Housewives yes. audio candy Real Housewives of Atlanta when she goes who said that <laughs> when you say mean things to yourself go who said that and if you can't think of well obviously sometimes people are gonna have said it to you and that's why you're thinking about it but who if it wasn't you it doesn't matter so you really have to check in with yourself and think do I actually think this yeah, dismiss those thoughts. Dismiss. Slap them Positivity. Away. Positivity. Positivity this summer, okay? Mm-hmm. Positive summer. We're trying, girls. It's We're going through the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to make it out. We'll get into more of that later, but exactly. So now we're out, Cecile. And depending on others, which we kind of we we already... We know, covered that. We covered that. I feel like we just had to tell y'all what the out was so you wouldn't be left hanging because yeah but i want you biting your nails exactly so i but i think y'all got it you got it you know that you need to be your own person you need to make yourself happy and you need to have fun by yourself because newsflash if you're not having fun with yourself because sometimes if i'm alone if i'm having like a night to myself it's honestly the most some it's the most fun i've ever had and you just need that you do need that like you need to be alone with your thoughts sometimes sometimes i think we'd all be better off if we took some time to think a night in is everything and more a tv show on face mask you get to do the whole like skincare routine i don't there's something about it i love it and so now we're going to do our final in and out of this episode which is so devastating because cecile actually has to get to a shoot after this so we have to wrap this sorry y'all yeah i mean she's going to be on the september issue (laughs) anna i'm sorry i spoiled it anyway our final in and out which kind of ties everything together with what we started the episode with which is in, of course, 
the city of dreams. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. New York is so in. It, it's always been in. It's never been out. Let's be real. It probably will never be out. It really is the city of dreams. Not Montgomery. Fun fact, Montgomery is actually called the city of dreams. And whenever I thought I told, it was the capital of dreams. No, girl. The city of dreams. There is a mural downtown that says that. And nobody believes me when I say this, even though it is the capital city. Everybody be reminded it is the city of dreams. But New York is like actually the city of dreams because there aren't quite as many dreams coming true in <laughs> there are definitely dreams coming true but new york is just so much bigger there's you know more going on but new york is definitely in i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do an out montgomery in this episode because i do love my hometown respect to montgomery through through four but you know new york is in this episode new york just has everything you could ever want or dream of and more. There's so much going on. So many different people to meet. That's what I'm saying is when you're walking down the street in New York, you have no idea who you're walking by or he, who, who you might run into. Yes. And I think that's so exciting. And there's a lot of bad rap around the people of New York City. I think everybody everybody's always talking about how rude they are, how mean they are. But everyone I met when I went to, I went to New York, I made so many new friends at the most random places. Like, at a Broadway show, this lady complimented my purse. And she was like, we started talking. She's a native New Yorker. She goes to Broadway shows every week with her husband. And it was such a good conversation. She was giving me recommendations on where to go to, in the city. I met people at the Met that were so nice to me. And like, we're striking up a conversation. So there are, New Yorkers are nice. But I think that they have like a one-track mind. They're focused on becoming better people and achieving their goals. Which is why I think that they get that persona being yeah hard and mean and I just don't think you could ever run out of things to do or to see mm -hmm. in New York like even just the museums exactly I mean the Met would take you at least 10 hours to go through like it's insane there's always something to do always somebody to meet it's just anything can happen in New York City it's a city that never sleeps and I love the idea of that because I never sleep I know I'm so excited Seals, we're gonna have the time of our life you guys like she's going to be in new york she hasn't been since the met gala so it's gonna be like a reunion tour. i know and this is just gonna be more of a chill she doesn't have as many shoots or anything yeah i've fully committed myself to helping her move so it's gonna be more relaxed it's gonna be a low-key trip i don't know if we're gonna have any like iconic style moments i don't think this trip we're gonna have any we're we might be giving more of the clean girl aesthetic yeah which Hate to say this, guys, but we might be doing that. We'll keep you. We'll keep you up. Cecile puts her hair one. in a bun. I will take pictures for you guys. That will not be happening. It will be. I already told y'all. <laughs> I don't like my ears to show. Girl, embrace your insecurities. I'm not insecure. I just feel weird. Strange. Like yeah. you're not used to them being out to play. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I get like that. I have weird. There's ears. just something. I was in a. I had a phase for a minute where I would wear low ponies. Ooh, and that was a flop just picturing her in a low pony it was a i'm flop. all for an, a low pony moment it just wasn't giving on me i've just gotten into the habit of throwing my hair in a clip which i know is not oh me too not giving it's a, so a lot of fun. effort but i've gotten so used to not having my hair in my face so i think it's oh i love it i'm addicted to the clip you it's guys. very hard to wear my hair down my hair's in a clip like 24 hours a day, which is... I just feel like I'm getting stuff done. If my hair's in a clip... Watch out, world. We're being productive, yes. I mean, watch out. Things are getting crossed off my Exactly. <laughs> I'm building my empire. <laughs> we're girl bossing and goal getting. Exactly. What is it? What is it? Gr girl, girl, girl boss, goal getter. That's what means a silver. Goal, goal digger gold digger uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. so much better i think we saw this it was like on it, something cheesy yes probably at target but i call Lobby. francis girl boss and she it's, calls me gold digger it's so fun i love it it's, it's inspirational it really is inspirational go dig them goals girl <laughs> if my hair is in a clip if i am the goals are yeah. being dug and then the out uh <laughs> the out is Finding somewhere to live in New York City slash apartment hunting. Y'all, I have secondhand trauma. This is like 
I'm telling you, I'm coming out stronger than the soldiers from the Vietnam War after this. Like, you would have think she had already been there. Like, you know how everybody's like, New York City, you know, chews you up, spits you out. Girl, <laughs> I've been spit. I've been spit everywhere. Before been, she's even gotten I've there. been thrown up. I've been beat in the face, put in a trash can, <laughs> and spit on. Finding somewhere to live in New York City is like next level Which, like, challenging. Finding a, sh- a short-term lease anywhere is horrific. Like, I was in Nashville last summer for my internship, and they increased the rent price by, I want to say, like, $1,000, quite honestly, because I only had a three-month lease. And she was not living in a Park City penthouse, mind you. No. And it it was was your regular, regular apartment. It was like a basement vibe, too. Uh, It was (laughs) always so dark in there. And she was getting robbed, and her neighbors would just randomly appear and talk to me every time I went to the car somebody was out there to speak y'all don't even get me started there was no pantry which like there was no food either mm, yes there was (laughs) Cecile's not much of a chef and yeah but we got snacks yeah you know we're working on it I've been meaning to get to that but after a long day of work the last thing I want to do is whip up a meal Mm mm-mm so we're working on. Our, she's a gold digger, uh, not a homemaker. Exactly. We're working on our Martha Stewart era. Yeah, you do give me Martha Stewart vibes. I've been waiting on that to come out. I really thought that you just had this like natural gift of cooking, but it just is not. I feel like it's somewhere in there. It's got to be. You I just sh- really got to dig that out. Had the patience. It's very off brand for you not to be. I feel like to unlock that. You, I believe in you. I'm waiting because I've had a few of her meals and. Which also, Francis is just the pickiest yeah, eater I've ever Yeah, but I would life. not, I would not be, I would not say that I was giving compliments to the chef. No, no, no. That is so rude. Not in a mean way. Especially during quarantine, I kind of I appreciate that you tried bit. your best. I love when people try their hardest. <laughs> but sometimes we miss the mark. And the mark was missed. The taco soup. I love a taco soup. So easy. So filling. And see, it's good that you love it. And it's like... But others might not. I don't know. If you eat it with chips, then it's almost oh, like Lord. two meals, quite honestly. Oh, I can't breathe. Good leftovers. The visual there, like, honestly, is about to have me gagging. <laughs> Soup with chips? With tortilla chips. That is country came to town. Ask, ask the audience. Audience. <laughs> Are you guys taco soup fans? Yes or no? Can you do a poll? It's just weird. They're not answering. So Can you do a poll? <gasps> I could. Okay, I'm going to do a poll, you guys. If you like taco soup, please let me know. Because I'm I'm just, like, absolutely disgusted at the thought. I'm a taco soup And fan. I am a soup lover. I, I love soup, but that just White chicken chili. Oh, that's Same vibes. vibes. That's good. Anyway, moving to New York City. I mean, girl. Let's just say this. We will be on a stoop. I'll be there for a visit. Girl, She's gonna be and there. you're going to be paying rent for the stoop, too. She's going to be there If I find months. a big stoop that can fit us both, that's a valuable real estate, girl. You're going to have to pay a chunk. I can find you a roommate. And I'm here's, here's my thought process. So I find a good stoop. Obviously, it has to have shelter because I do not like sitting out in the sun. We're, I'm not trying to get wrinkles. And I probably won't be able to reapply my sunscreen as often on the stoop. Yeah. Because it's all going to be in a shopping cart. And I, you can't I, wash your hands. And I'm not, again, I'm not very organized. So it's all going to be like shoved in the shopping cart, things on top of each other. Oh, the hands. I have to wash my hands before I put anything on my face. So I'm that's crazy just, about it. Oh, I, I need to get next to a Starbucks. But so I'm going to be on the stoop and I'm going to have a bowl and it's not going to be a chic bowl. It's definitely not going to be anything from Pottery Marn. It's going to be just a your regular run of the mill. It might even have to be plastic. Love the environment, but... A cup. A cup. Yeah. And it's going to say, Will Style for Money. And I have a feeling not too many people are going to put anything in that cup. And I get it. I wouldn't either. If I saw me on the, on the stoop, I'd keep walking. But it, it will be very humbling. And I'm not going to chase anyone down because that's just awkward. That's what they do in the city of dreams. <laughs> not New York, you guys. Montgomery, Montgomery. Alabama. The city, I mean, what a city. Martin Luther King. I almost said Anne Frank, but 
Obviously not. <laughs> I get them confused because, you know, Martin Luther King and Anne Frank were born the same year. Yeah. Fun fact. Who else is from Montgomery? Not Oprah. I almost oh, said girl, her. Don't get me started. I'm getting way off track. Who else? Is that our only claim to fame? I mean, Martin Luther King is very iconic. He definitely is our claim to fame, but I really felt like there were more people. <gasps> no. Octavia Spencer, and she is an Auburn alumni. Yeah, she went to high school. She the went to high, high school as, as our dad. dad, which is a fun fact. Obviously, our parents, we saw- because they birthed this star, Steel. <laughs> yes. Do we really not know anybody else from Montgomery? I really had a feeling that there was this long list, but. There is. We're we're gonna keep you. We're gonna do a whole episode on Montgomery, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But City of Dreams is after Martin Luther King, who gave the "I Have a Dream" speech, which is really cool. And he his church is there. It's it's very Rosa Parks. That's another one. Yeah, the Rosa Parks Museum is there. Montgomery has a lot of history. It does, and it's very cool. But when I tell you that it's it's a doggy dog world out there. Yes, on Atlanta Highway. Eastern Boulevard. Eastern Boulevard. That is the place. If you pull off the Eastern Boulevard exit, you will get harassed. Mm -hmm. You will get chased down. And it doesn't say, will style for money. No, no, no. No, no, no. They will look straight into your window. And I love it. I love, I'm a firm believer in, again, closed mouths don't get fed. Exactly. And they are speaking for what they want. But I don't have the boldness or the audacity of these Montgomery natives. No, I don't. You might need to get some lessons. Like I feel like if the Eastern Boulevard crew went to New York, they would, they would run they would be, that city. They would be getting a check. Oh, they would be. That's and all I gotta say. I mean, the market. They would absolutely kill it there. And you know the Southern hospitality. I know. There's just something about it. I have a feeling they would be really successful. I have the feeling too. And I love, I love somebody from Montgomery. There's just an instant connection there. Exactly. And everyone I've met on Eastern Boulevard has been so nice and so kind. And so you want to get to them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I just don't feel like I would give that same vibe on my stoop. So I'm kind of rethinking the stoop thing. And there will not be enough room for me and Cecile for the few days that she's there. And it's going to be really awkward once she leaves. Because you're going to have to be on the stoop alone. Exactly. And that's just like, I mean... Two's a party. One is a no. Hopefully we'll find her a place before we have to evacuate the stoop. I mean, you guys, it really is just so difficult. I almost got scammed. This man, shout out Ariel. (laughs) If you're listening, you are really an icon. You put in overtime on this little experiment. (laughs) So basically I'm in a group for subleasing in New York. I'm in several. And this man posts an sublease in an apartment it's a one-bedroom apartment the upper east side and i know what you're thinking serena vanderwoodson chic dior (laughs) all of the above no it's just your you know standard apartment and it was a believable price i knew from everything else i was looking at that i wasn't being oversold anything oh yeah it looked so normal and it was a pretty small Mm -hmm. one bedroom like it seemed reasonable and i was like girl i did that like new york i was Watch out, New York. Francis is coming. I was so excited. And it said, oh, no. I was like, oh, there's plenty of space. Air mattress for me. Exactly. A a nice queen-size bed. Dreams. Say no more. So I was like, girl, it's all set. So I apply. I text the man. And you would never think that somebody put their phone number in a Facebook post is a scammer. But lo and behold, Ariel, he's good. He is really good. He must have gone to a school or something for being a scam artist. Anyway, so I text him and then he has me fill out an application. So I fill out the application, has all my information on it, how I'm going to pay, my name, my address, my email, nothing he could like use against me, I think, unless he pays a visit, but let's hope that doesn't happen. And I think I put my parents' address, so good luck, y'all. Anyway, so then he checks over the application and then he sends me a contract and I was thinking about signing it and I was like literally about to sign it that day. It was Friday of last week, I was about to sign this contract. And then I was at work and I was like, let me take two minutes and sign this. And so I did that. And then we, I ended up talking to people at work and we were talking about work stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm busy right now. Like, I'll just sign this later. And it, I kind of got a gut feeling. I was like, something is not right. I just knew. I was like, some, the other shoe is about to drop. 
And so I get home and I do this insane deep dive at FBI level research on this man. I look up the landlord's name. I look up the landlord's children. I look up the name of the um, property. I look up the New York register of all the properties in New York, who the, who owns the building, who owns a specific unit. I mean, it was insane. And then I looked him up and apparently he's been posting in several websites, Facebook groups of random houses and apartments for rent or for subleases all across the United States. And in two of the groups he was in, one was for Seattle and one was for Virginia. And he posted pictures of the same house. Now, I'm no Einstein, but I have a feeling <laughs> that there are not identical houses in both Seattle and Virginia. There's just no way. I mean, but the contract looks so real. I mean, if he doesn't make any money from this, he needs to go into graphic design. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, he could be a lawyer. He could go into graphic design. Like, he really is wasting his talent, which might not be wasting because he really almost pulled one over on me. I'm telling you. I think. I think I, he got his bag up. I almost, he I really does have his bag up. You get the bag and fumble it. He gets the bag and flips it. <laughs> and flips it and, and tumbles, tumbles it. it. Yes. I mean, he really, he really got me good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, your gifts. I wanted to text him almost and be like, King, I don't know why me, but I just want to let you know, like, there's something going on here. You got a little twinkle in your eye. You have a spark. <laughs> and let's put this towards something positive for the world because you're not taking from some millionaire. I'm a kid. You almost stole from a kid. Exactly. I have a feeling you wouldn't have. And I would have forgiven him. And we maybe could have been friends down the line. <laughs> but it was just, it really kind of upset me. So it's going to take me a little time before I text him back and tell him I'm not living there. And I, But I think he's gotten the hint. We would hope. I know, but stay in touch. But yeah, you guys, living in New York City is very difficult. And I mean, I get it. It is the city of dreams. <laughs> the second city of dreams. That is second only to Montgomery, Alabama. But living, trying to, trying to live there ain't no dream. No. I've had better ones. But hopefully we will get it all figured out. And I know it's going to work out. I may not be in a penthouse. But obviously. one day. One day. One day. One day. Not right now. This is like, this is the before. You know? This is the trenches. Yes. And one day I will rise out of those trenches. And I will have an apartment. So send your thoughts and prayers my way, girls. Anyone who's listening, I need all the love and support I can get during this time because I don't know if I'm cut out for homelessness. It's very challenging and difficult and yet to be determined if <laughs> I have the chops for it. We'll we'll see. And I will vlog it. I'll probably keep my, like, I'll be on Instagram live just to make sure if anything happens to some video. <laughs> but... Hopefully it doesn't come to that. We'll keep you updated on that one. And that's the end of the ins and outs. Cecile, what an honor. What, how blessed are we to have gotten this queen on our show? You know, thank you for having me. Anytime. Please come back. You know, I, I was lucky to be here. Very lucky. Share my ins blessed. and outs. You were lucky to listen. I, so We were so lucky to listen to That's all I've got to say. Every word she says is a drop of gold. I know. I hope you wrote it all down. If and not, if, if not, you can play it back and you can slow it down so you can really absorb everything. Exactly. Cecile Brown, everyone. We had so much fun listening to her today and so much fun having her on the podcast. And do you have anything you want to link, any projects you're working on that you want to share with the listeners? You know, the projects are top secret right now. That's so true. But you can just follow me. As, as I said earlier, and I'll give you all the latest updates there. So only one account? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Minimalism. Exactly. But I that's out, Queen. Minimalism is out. I don't want to give you too much to keep up she with. She doesn't want to overwhelm you guys, but everyone give a round of applause for Cecile. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. We'll see you next Thank time. You.